Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello? Hello? <clears throat> Podcast Network Asia. Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code RESTING2XPOD. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, a.k.a. Austin Creed. I said give me a hell yeah! Hey, this is Zeta Zane. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not sexually transmitted. You need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucks! Hey everyone, this is Jeff Cobb and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. You are watching and listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C. Romoran and Chino Liao checking in. May 6, 2021. So it's our first live stream for the month of May. Uh, how's it going, guys? How are you, Chino? It's, uh, what, 4 a.m. Ba, where you're at? Yes, it's 4.06 right now in, in the U.S. So. <laughs> Much yeah. so energy, mo. Thank you for your commitment to the podcast. <laughs> I'm really, I'm really not. Like, if I didn't have anything to plug, I would sleep. So, <laughs> well, thank you for your candor, Chino. I'm sure you appreciate that, bro. Right? Okay. Uh, um, one of those days, na we should uh, try to get through it. Uh, I think it's not been a good week for many yeah. of us. Yeah. For, for a lot of us, yeah. Uh, say what's up to Sebastian over in the comment section. Thanks for joining us, man. You know, if, if you guys are new to the podcast, we've been actually doing this thing for the last month. And it's a little something called hashtag WWP seven years because we're celebrating all of you for sticking with us for the last seven years and one month and for over 400 episodes. So for the last month, we've been giving away Funko Pops from our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. And we're ready to give away yung prize namin from last week. So, babyface producer Nikai, let's show everybody what we're giving away right now. And it is this Mr. T WrestleMania 1 Funko Pop. And yung instructions namin were for you to do your best I Pity the Fool impression. And we have a winner. And our winner comes to us from TikTok. So, let's give our Mr. T WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 1 Funko Pop to... Aaron Alvarez, congratulations, hey. man! Hey, congrats, Aaron! Really popped Good me with the, with the with the promo because oh. he says he pities the fool who believed in changes coming. So, di ko na di ko na ito yun lahat kasi bahamas ang pagtayo from TikTok. Oh, but uh, no. oh, um, the Mr. T flashed on the on, on Kumu. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah. What's up to Cornelius Lowe, one of our friends from the Southeast Asian wrestling scene. You can uh, you can catch him on MyPW and you can catch his very good friend on commentary on uh, APAC Wrestling as well. Um, speaking of the Funko Pops, we're not stopping there. In fact, we have one last Funko Pop to give away. And it's this a is big the one, one. We've been saving for last. It's a big one. Uh, this this Funko Pop represents a big part of Chino's childhood and wrestling fandom. So, <laughs> no. babyface producer, let's put it up on the screen. What are we giving away? It is the Macho Man Randy no. Savage Funko Pop. It's the second release because the very first one was from way back in 2015. This is a more updated release. All right. So yeah. this is what we're giving away, courtesy of our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. So, Ro, let's tell them how they can win this Macho Man Funko Pop. 
Well, okay, ganito yun. Uh, we made it even easier. Ayan, there it is on our screen. So now you gotta take a video of yourselves doing the Macho Man entrance to the song Pump and Circumstance, or the piece Pump and Circumstance. So, yung graduation song. Yung graduation song natin, lahat. Yung pamansang graduation song ng bayan. Nikai, let's show them the video of uh, me, of my example uh, of this uh, entrance mimicry. Ayan, there it is. Ayan. me in the mask threw in an ooh yeah for good measure Alright, okay. so ganun kadali. Diba? Ganun kasimple. We just want you to uh, video yourself doing your best macho man entrance spin. And then if you want to throw in an ooh yeah, go ahead and do that. Um, if you're going to do it on TikTok, it's so much easier because the actual song, Pop and Circumstance, is right there. So you can look for it then. Itay mo na yung sarili mo as you do the macho man entrance. Also, of course, you can uh, be as, yeah. Also, be as creative as you want to be. Put on a robe. Yes. Gumi robe kayo jan. Gumi shalim nana nyo na sparkly. So nyo na den, de ba? Put all the effort you want. Pagtrabuhan nyo guys. Yung video. Yeah. You can look for examples like Granny Zero or look for examples on YouTube. But examples of Macho Man doing his signature entrance. And it's it's just a simple move that can win you a very, very coveted uh, Funko Pop. from graduation. <laughs> Yun, okay yun. Good job, good job. So but don't um, forget to yeah, don't forget to tag us uh, at Wrestling Two X Pod on Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast on Instagram and on Facebook. Patinaren use the hashtag WWP Seven Years. So don't forget all of those. Yeah, make it public then para makita namin, all right? So you have from uh, right now until the start of our stream next week. So mga six six thirty Thursday next week. Saka namin isasara for all of the entries. All right. So good luck. In the meantime, of course, we have the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Patreon program, which we'd love for you to be a part of. Uh, we have an upcoming pay-per-view in a couple of weeks in WrestleMania Backlash. So if you want to be a part of our live watch parties, receive Wrestling Wrestling Podcast merch like our face masks, and be part of our private Discord community, you can go to patreon.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast, and you can sign up for as low as $5 a month or 250 pesos a month to be a Wrestling Wrestling Podcast patron. Your support goes a long, long way to help us keep doing what we do best as the longest-running Weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. All right, let's get to some wrestling talk for this week. What about blood and guts, huh? Uh, oh. Let's start there. Uh, since so, it's the most recent, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so blood and guts happened earlier. Um, I I love how both Dynamite and SmackDown were pushing a big main event, and then yung episode na yun, talagang nakasenter around that main event. So we'll talk about SmackDown later. Yung blood and guts uh, for Dynamite, diba? talagang nakasenter doon. Yung pangalan nga ng episode, diba? blood and guts. And they had the two rings there from start to finish. Kasi, you know, how, how, could, you, how could you not, right? Um, I, I love how they really went the distance with this. From the entrances to yung costumes nila, yung pinnacle, naka all white. Yung inner circle, naka all black. Even the story beats that they went through, I felt like, ano naman siya, cohesive naman siya, hindi naman siya dragging for me. So na-enjoy ko tong blood and guts na to. Yeah, at first uh, I was wondering bakit uh ginawa on pay-per-view. But then I realized why because uh, the whole two ring setup, the whole cage setup is a monster to uh to behold, diba? And you kind of make it hard for a lot of the setup or a lot of the guys or in in the production team to pull all of that off in a normal pay-per-view, diba? So, uh when I watched it though, I saw that it was like the perfect fit uh for TV. It was good. It it was uh, it was the focus of the of the show. Uh, Kenny Omega gets to be the main event in the next pay per view, instead of this having to go on last. And uh, I dare say it came off better than War Games on NXT. So yeah, why did he say so? 
Uh, yung war games kasi on NXT, uh, dalawa kasi, they hit us over the head with two war games matches, both for the men and the women. And uh, because of that, you get tired of the match uh, after the end of the three or so hours of that pay-per-view, of that takeover event. Ito, uh, alam mo, may time limit to that. They have to do it by 10 o'clock Eastern, right? So, uh, you know that you're not going to get a super protracted match. Uh, lang, maybe 30 minutes considering uh, all the commercial breaks and all of that stuff. But me, going uh, a guy who likes uh, the, the wrestling to be a little shorter than usual, not super marathon, okay naman siya. I liked it. And uh, definitely more violence. Uh, uh, definitely more stuff to do than what they did sa NXT. Sabi ni Yuan in the comment section, okay lang yung match na yun for him. Um, and he adds na, sana si MJF nung sa dulo, yung ginawa niya kay Chris Jericho was a finisher and not just a pushdown. And the main finishers the MJF were the heat seeker, which I don't think you can use to like throw someone off a cage. And yung, uh, yung, yung submission niya, for, I, I forget what it's called. So I think really the pushdown or like a kick was really his only option. Ikaw, Chino, have you seen Blood and Guts? No, I have not, which is why I am very, very quiet at this point. <laughs> well, uh, life happens, guys. Right, right. Question. Okay, wait. So I just have a question. The, since we've talked about, you're talk, you guys are talking about blood and guts. Does it do a good job of wrapping your bow around this rivalry? I don't think it's over. Yeah, um, which so. is weird. I I don't okay. think it's over because of what MJF does at the end. Nah, tinulak niya si Chris Jericho off the top of the cage, diba? So for sure, babalikan pa siya ng inner circle. And I think what it does do is yung pagka-gritty and pagka-violent ng match actually sets up the inner circle to be even bigger baby, baby faces which we said, di ba, no una parang ah, okay lang, sakto lang, can't fully buy them yet, pero now I think they're really doing a good job of it, especially when you had Sammy Guevara at the end literally yelling, don't do it MJF, don't do it, so you know yung mga moments na ganun, for, for me it really sold me on the inner circle Yung celebrity Yuan, uh, he should have done a finisher. I think getting pushed off the top of the cage is a finisher. <laughs> Kasi, uh, yeah. I mean, you can't really get up from that. Okay, so my issue with the wrestling community about the the finish of the match and specifically the crash pads or the uh, the area where Chris Jericho landed. So as you can see in my background, uh, when he falls down and he lands on the ramp on the stage, kitang kita mo na plywood siya and not really a stainless steel. Uh, uh, floor, yeah. So people are kind of against that because okay, it was really safe, it was not as dangerous as expected. What do you guys think of that? And does it matter in the end? Because uh, being a wrestler who's taken bumps, uh, that's not a joke, even if he landed in on a mattress, diba? yeah. That's 15 feet. Like, okay, guys, I, I know that we like our violent wrestling, some of us more than others. You know, some of you may probably worship at the altars of Onita and Nick Gage and all that, but I don't. I, I don't want to see a 50 plus year old man falling down 15 feet onto a steel stage. I don't want to, I, I don't want to see that. So, I, mean, not- I didn't really care. Yeah. Uh, honestly, not everybody can be Mick Foley. Right? Even Mick Foley doesn't want to be Mick Foley. So when you when you say you push somebody off a cage of what I assume is a cage similar in height to a regular steel cage, that's not dangerous enough, guys. I don't know what you want. Do you want somebody to die? Do you want the dark side of the ring episode? Oh, it's not like he promised to get on a jet ski and then not you know do it. When he had to, right? I, I think the main complaint na mga tao is that uh, production, uh, production design, did not do their due diligence and you oh. know, uh, paint the underside of the cardboard of the plywood to make it look like it was steel. And listen, Pero, of all uh, yeah. Yeah, of all the production errors that AEW has had, hindi ko yan kasama. Mas unahin ko pa yung fireworks, the bar, barbed wire match. Exploding barbed wire death match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Diba? Mas I malaking, mean, ano yun, mas malaking kasalanan yun kesa to eh. Oh, I mean, like, you're still crashing through wood. That doesn't tickle. So, guys, you gotta relax. Guys, gotta chill. He still uh, fell 15 or 20 feet off the top of a cage. Yeah, sabi ni Jomari sa comment section, thank God they did everything to protect Le, Ch- uh, Le Champion. Yeah, diba? Uh, for me, priority pa rin yung safety ng lahat ng performers. Kahit na sabihin mo na magbabardagulan uh, sila dun and that they're gonna lose blood and all that. At the end of the day, pinaka-importante pa rin na safe sila, diba? So, you know, let, let's lay off AEW for this one. 
Yeah. Any I other agree. thoughts on Blood and Guts before we go to SmackDown? Um, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, you guys should go watch it if you can find a copy. Meron naman copy any um, you know on the internet floating around. Yes, yeah, a fight TV. Um, it's what two or three dollars or five dollars. Uh, you can watch that episode for for that minimal amount if you want to support them. So yeah, yeah, really fun. Go watch it. Yep. All right. Uh, let's go to SmackDown here and let's talk about the biggest news coming out of it. Bakan hindi natin natin na natin yung blood and guts talagang nakafocus dun sa blood and guts mismo yung episode ng Dynamite. SmackDown was pretty much the same. And we were really focused on Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. And I think I tweeted this out. I don't really remember. But it was the first big episode of SmackDown in years. Na talagang na-feel mo na may mangyayari ngayon. Like whether Bryan actually wins or Bryan gets banished. It was really going to be big. And it helped na all of the other matches, sakto lang siya. And then yung ibang superstars were also weighing in with their predictions, with their comments about the match. I don't remember the last time an episode of SmackDown felt that big. What are your thoughts, guys? Uh, who wants to go first? Yeah, no, honestly, you, I okay. also did not expect them to kill Daniel Bryan. <laughs> it's like that, 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 that concerto at the end was just an exclamation point to the entire show. And it's just... It's such a definitive win for Roman Reigns yet again, but also a definitive end for Daniel Bryan's SmackDown career. Now, people are saying that he might be headed to another promotion or he might leave the WWE. We can't really confirm that just yet, but we know that Daniel Bryan in his advanced age and the amount of time he's dedicated to the WWE is looking to work with other younger uh, talent outside of just the main roster promotions. Yeah, we got to yeah. mention that uh, uh, it was reported by Fightful Select that the expiring contract of Daniel Bryan. So that doesn't mean that he's not in WWE. It just means that he's expiring contract. Niya. So uh, for all we know, Vince and Bryan could be renegotiating right now, but Bryan could also be fielding calls from other companies, AEW, uh, New Japan, MLW, Impact, whoever. So, Ro, where do you see this going? Honestly, I think we're going to see him stay with WWE. Tapos, uh, minimized, um, minimized schedule for him because, as Chino said, he wanted to uh, take a little more time to spend with his family. So, uh, it would be interesting, very interesting if he did actually work with other companies, I think yung pinaka goal niya right now is to work in WWE and then also work in other companies while uh, being contracted to WWE. So if he pulls that off, then uh, it would be such a huge forbidden door opening uh, in you know in in the north nor- in the United States. And so, that, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Go no, ahead. no, no. Uh, I was just gonna say. Uh, uh, I'm willing to see where he goes next. I just don't see it being anywhere else other than WWE. But I would love and, to see him somewhere else. And Jonathan papasok yung MLW agreement with WWE. The WWE, I reported this last week. WWE and MLW have entered into an agreement wherein it's something similar to the ECW deal they had in the 90s or just recently the Evolve deal they had before they decided to buy Evolve instead. Uh, they send over their guys to smaller promotions, have them work there, and then have them gain exposure and TV experience while they're at it, since MLW is actually shown on TV here, although I haven't actually caught it. Um, actually, free show on YouTube, so you can watch your MLW episodes in full. So, so, so yeah, you, you can catch it there. So, yon, so yeah, you can go do that. And that actually begs the question, if we're going to see, if since Daniel Bryan really wants to work with an outside promotion, are we going to see Daniel Bryan in MLW? I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> Feeling ko mas ano pa mas probable pa na sa NXT siya magpakita. If anything uh, ah, um sabi ni Joseph, I hope he passes the torch to Johnny Gargano at WrestleMania or Takeover. It could happen. I I think it happens kapag nag NXT si Daniel Bryan. You know, I I would really love Daniel Bryan versus Johnny Gargano. That that's a match and feud I would kill for. So. Yun ka, isa pa, nagparamdam din si Johnny Gargano on Instagram by tweeting that photo of him and a very young him and a very young Daniel Bryan in uh, in an indie show all those years ago. Yeah, so that's so, an interesting statement. Ang daming possibilities actually. Uh, Jomari's asking if Bryan's not with WWE anymore, then how come his merch is still in the WWE shop? Um, because 
WWE owns his merch and stuff like that. I mean, they I made say you got. I say you got work, son. That's <laughs> 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 no, no, no. Um, etong, etong comment ni Bruce. He said that didn't this expired contract thing happen to Drew Gulak last year, but he eventually ended up getting renewed. Yes. Uh, so that's why I'm saying uh, it's entirely possible that he sticks around uh, WWE in a more limited capacity. So I. Support him being a travel, uh, being a journeyman, uh, possibly trying to work with other companies while being under contract to WWE. So, sana mangyari yun. Or Sean Michaels, as in Sean Michaels 2.0, diba? Yung from 2008 to 2010, ganung schedule. I'd support that. And, and even JK brings up a good point to, with Rey Mysterio, diba? He was off TV a while because he was renegotiating his contract to, yeah. you know, yeah, to bring in Aliyah and Dominic full time. So Alone. maybe we might not see Daniel Bryan on TV for quite some time. And then maybe we see him pop up on a random NXT many, many months later. Who knows? Yeah. That would be great. That would be great. Um, last question here before we go to take our first break. Sabi ni Aaron, do you guys dig Roman's new theme? Ro, I know oh, you naman. have some feelings about this. Oh, naman. Uh, siyempre. It's um, a long overdue uh, new debut. So, yeah. um, siyempre, hindi na bagay yung Shield theme na remix uh, for him since he turned heel. So, I like it. I like the, the vibe of it. I like the aura of it. I like that it is a final boss theme, as Stan said on his theme song Tuesday uh, column. So, uh, it's really mafioso hip-hop sounding and uh, that is right up my alley. Yeah, nakakatawa yung mga strings eh. Uh, like, if you get really OC about the sonic elements, like, you'll hear violins and uh, what appears to be a harpsichord, nakala ko mandolin. So, I, I tend to get nerdy about those things. And you'll hear that in Roman Reigns' theme. And it's kind of weird because hindi mo siya expect in a wrestling theme. So, I, I like it for now. Yeah. Ikaw, Chino. No, I like it. Uh, first of all, I didn't know that you were a fan of pre-Renaissance musical instruments. Uh, <laughs> well, I like my parkour. Uh, good, good for you. You know your uh, pre-piano instruments, but also I like it because yeah, he. It's about time he got rid of the shield theme, and I like how they're distancing him slowly but surely away from that character. Uh, first of all, they took out the tactical pants. They they and the took vest. They, and the vest, and and they got rid, and they gave him one gold glove, which I thought was menacing enough. But to change the music actually solidifies this character a lot more. So I don't see him dropping the title anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, my only wish is that the theme debuted earlier. I wish he debuted oh. in Rumble and then in WrestleMania. I don't theme. Yeah. Imagine you know the, the type of heat he would have gotten if he'd come out to that. I think that this theme actually solidifies this era of SmackDown as the Roman era of SmackDown. Now, yeah. this, is, this is it. This is the pinnacle of his uh, dominance, if you will. Because remember how you had Cena debut his own theme song on a SmackDown all those years ago. But it's, it's the same exact statement. Now, when you think SmackDown, you don't think of anybody else except Roman Reigns. Yeah, uh, that, that's a great point that Chino brings up. Because Daniel Bryan was the avatar of SmackDown right? for the last five years. And now that Bryan's been written out, uh, we need a new avatar for the blue brand. And I think that's Roman Reigns. So yeah, that, that's a really great point. We're going to talk about Raw in a bit. We'll also talk about um, a little bit of NXT. Uh, mga Eva Marie fans, uh, hang on. We're going to talk about that. Uh, but first, <laughs> we got to let you know about one of the ways you can support the podcast. And that is through our friends from Lazada. All right, guys. It's Lazada's five-five sale until May nine. I believe that is Sunday, Tamaba. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, you got all that time to score some really sweet deals. I posted a TikTok of wrestling stuff you can find on Lazada. So yon, try niyo yon. Hashtag Lazada yan. And you can support the podcast by uh, via your Lazada shopping by using our affiliate link. That is podlink.co slash eul. Again, that's podlink.co slash eul. Use that before you add the cart, before you check out. And the portions of your purchases will go a long, long way in helping us do what we do here on the podcast. And now a quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hey, hey you. Stop, stop looking around. I'm talking to you. You with the headphones. Tell him, Migs. Are you sick and tired of running out of toilet paper? No, 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 no the, the other one. one. The other oh. one. Are you looking to satisfy your weekly geeky needs? 
From comic books, the movies, the video games, and anime. The show that takes you from a galaxy far, far away to infinity and beyond. Then we got you covered. We are your audio precinct for whatever pop culture case. I'm Migs. I'm Dre. And I'm Ian. This is Geek PD. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast fix. But who's going to buy my toilet paper? Migs, nobody wants the toilet paper. We got, we got bidets. You're a bidet. Let's get to some shout-outs on Kumu. All right, we have a question here from Kaz underscore Zanias. He, I mean, he says he watched Batista's debut MMA fight. And what can you say? What can we say about it? Because, well, I can't say much about it because we haven't seen it. Or I haven't seen it. And yeah, yeah, you know what? I will save my judgment for when he guests on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dave, let's go, Dave. Let's hear my <laughs> thoughts on your MMA fight. Let's go, Dave. <laughs> Get out right. the show, Dave. <laughs> Road to Batista. Scumageddon says a recent example of young talent or quote-unquote young talent that Brian has worked with is Cesaro. That's true. And I think we're headed for Cesaro versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania Backlash. Thank you, guys. Um, Scumageddon says DB, Diamond Brian versus Jacob Fatu of MLW will be awesome. I really got to check out Jacob Fatu's work. Uh, a lot of people are recommending him. The Samoan Werewolf, I believe, his, his moniker is. Uh, thank you, guys. Mackie Swip. Ashton Salvador, little fangirl underscore Kirk Bailon, Adrian underscore Rock, Zeleng, MJA1005, Vic underscore the Jesus 12 agent, Tristan Riddlebro. Thank you guys for tuning in on Kumu. Hey, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Also, okay, shout out to JK who's saying that he loves what he's seeing on here. So thank you, JK. Yeah, hey. we appreciate uh, you following us on TikTok. Uh, lahat ng mga nakahanap ng, ng wrestling channel nila in us uh, through TikTok. Thank you very much. You know, uh, Let's go to Raw. And I know we have a lot of feelings about Eva Marie. I, I would say na yun yung pinakamalaking talk point coming out of Raw. They what brought her back. Talking, what, bigger than Mansoor finally losing <laughs> his 49th win. <laughs> Clearly, Chino. I, I do not give a crap about Mansoor. I, however, give a crap about Eva Marie. Uh... Okay? So, so the, the new gimmick is the evolution. And uh, one of our friends, Chris Festin, actually pointed out online Now. Eva Marie is like the next uh, new Sable na build up nila. Like, remember when they were pushing Lana in this direction, Liv Morgan in this direction, Emma in this direction, Eva Marie herself in 2016, and then now Eva Lucian. Um, a lot of people are angry on social media. They're saying things like, we let go of Mickey James and the Iconics for Eva Marie, which I have to call out. Because as much as people hate Eva Marie, one, that's good for her when she actually debuts because that's a reaction. Diba? In wrestling, the worst thing that can happen to you is when you get no reaction. So, yung hate na to is better than apathy. Two, wala namang salary capping WWE. It's not like the NBA na may maximum ka na $100 million or whatever. Diba? The WWE has a lot of money that they're continuing to bring in dahil sa Peacock deal nila and their TV deals. And hindi sila nawala ng pera kaya nila nirelease na Mickey James, na Samoa Joe, yung iconic. So can we can we just set that argument aside because that's a hot take that should stay in the No, 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 no. I, I, I actually gonna say, I'm gonna actually going to say that they have a point. Pero not necessarily on the fact that, okay, um, they're not, uh, they don't have enough salary cap space for all of these women. I'm going to say that if you can have an idea for someone as... Um, uh, as green, I won't say untalented because mahirap i quantify yun right now. Uh, someone as green as Eva Marie, how can you even? Um, no, I get what you're trying to say. If yeah. you can have, you, if you can have something for somebody who is a novice yeah, yeah. like Eva yes. Marie, then why can't you have something for guys like? Yes. Uh, for women like Mickey yes. James and the Iconics. Sino ba hindi natulog sa atin tatlo dito, guys? Anyway, I get where you're trying to come from, but here's the thing. I feel like the WWE is really going after crossover appeal yeah. here. They're really trying to go for people who look like movie stars, who they can build up as superstars, for lack of a better term. Because that's what they saw with Eva Marie all those years ago. She's a fitness model. She's, she's hot. hot. She's hot. Exactly. So there's that instant uh, 
attraction to her right away. Now you can say all you want about her resting career. Here's something that goes in Eva Marie's favor that Mickey James and the Iconics don't have. Eva Marie has captured a new audience in the American reality TV landscape. She was part of Celebrity Big Brother last year. Housemate niya si Anthony Scaramucci, yung naging White House secretary for like a month or whatever. So she was part of that cast. Okay, I I, I don't think she won Celebrity Big Brother, but she no, conquered exactly. that little market. And I think WWE hopes that with how Eva Marie's brand really branched out post her first run, na mahahatak ni yung audience na yun, papuntang WWE, which goes back to what you said, Chino, about how they're really trying to get that mainstream hype. Uh, exactly, especially since now she has her own brand, but she has her own fitness brand that she's really pushing. So it's a win-win for both Eva Marie and the WWE. They get a new superstar they can push, and she gets a little rub for her company. Uh, now I'm not saying that damat finire iconics. It's not a one-per-one scenario. It's a lot more complicated than that because you're dealing with numbers and all that. And and I'm not really a finance guy. But what I'm trying to say is I can see the benefit of the WWE trying to win Eva Marie over or trying to push her over. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer Ricky here because he's really indignant about um, the pushing of Eva Marie. That's the way the business goes. If you have someone who is popular outside of wrestling, uh, naturally the booking will gravitate toward that. It's true for any company. It's true for WWE. It's true for AEW. It's even true for PWR and MWF. But someone uh, can draw new eyes to the product, uh, eyes that weren't there before, eyes in other places. It's really gonna happen sorry but that's the hard truth yeah, and exactly. why do you think Casey Montero was in a main storyline exactly, exactly, listen okay we can all we all love wrestling and that's fine let tayo sama-sama sa smart circle jerk natin and that's cool but if all fi- if the same 15 guys are just the same guys who are willing to pay for tickets or watch shows then the, the business does not grow and yeah. that's really uh, sad. that's how that's how businesses die it just yeah. it's it's trying to build that company into something bigger than it is, and that's essentially the end game here. Yeah, Take Sana it lang, from Sana he lang, what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, and well, that, we all know what we're talking about because we're both in, we're all in the entertainment business, right? We all want that big, uh, that big star that can draw more ticket sales for us, right? Anyway, um, yeah, na natin kita ko si Batista, Batista, ano na? Dave? Let's go, Dave. No, no, no. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say na Sana Eva Marie was as good as Bad Bunny, you know? Sana uh, that's what every wrestling fan dreams of right now. And I'm gonna hit uh, what Stan said. earlier earlier i'm gonna say that he nailed it right in the head if you guys don't want to see eva marie don't get mad because the wwe is using your tears your internet rage your anger um uh your anger to propel the the star of eva marie sorry ricky it really is the hard truth sorry man Uh, that is what it is and you're gonna have to swallow that for now yeah so there, uh, that those are our thoughts on the evolution. I was actually oh, thinking, oh. heading into the podcast, na magaaway away tayo because uh, apparently we're all on the same page. I didn't realize that we all would be. Uh, we have uh, we have been paid by the money of big stars, so oh, uh, we need uh, we need that shit. In closing, I want to say, Mansoor versus Goldberg, Saudi Arabia, twenty twenty two. Let's go! Let's go! All right, That's let's talk national- about Mansoor. <laughs> All right, let's That's talk about him. People want to see. I really so, have to say. I okay, I, I have a couple of things to say about Mansoor, even though I don't give a crap about him. Uh, he got called up to Raw this week, and uh, his 49 match win streak was snapped because of uh, Umberto Carrillo um, interfering in some match with Famous. So Mansoor is being pushed as, as this plucky babyface, because right? he's being pushed to appeal to the Saudis. Uh, My problem with Mansoor as a character is that he looks like a douche. Like, so um, presko niye. <laughs> so I'm impressed with him. I hope that's not you, racist you, or anything. No, 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 no. Um, I actually don't see Middle it. Eastern. <laughs> no, no, I don't no. see it. He he comes across as the guy who, yung parang pagpumasok palish ng kwarto ang sarap niyang sapakin. Like he's okay. trying to prove something, pero walang k. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. okay. Oh, wait now, sorry. Can I just say Ali is also of the same descent? Yeah. I don't so get that from Ali. Ali. I do not I get, I that get that from Mustafa Ali. 
At all. Um, okay, as the guy who actually watches 205 live around here, the last thing we, the last thing I saw Mansoor participate in on that show, on that brand, is that he was trying to become a little more arrogant and aggressive in protecting his 49 wins, 49 match win streak. So um, when I think that Mansoor is a bit of a douche, it's because May Foundation done on how he was portrayed on that show. But um, this guy, though, it doesn't look it, but he really does behave like uh, a douchebag. Um, he, he's actually good. He's actually pretty good. He's a good wrestler. Uh, he's right at home on NXT. He's right at home on the indies. Uh, Bruce, 205 Live exists to give the cruiserweights reps. That's what it is for. Anyway, uh, that's um, it factor on being uh, a natural heel. But I don't think it's because he looks like a natural heel. It's just the way he is. Yeah, so it's Okay, parang Randy Orton. Remember, I said last week that Randy Orton as a babyface is something I can't get behind because he just naturally looks like an evil, twisted, maniacal person, right? With Mansoor, he looks like he looks like your typical f boy at BGC, like back when we could all hang out at places like Revel and <laughs> whatever <laughs> Val was called. Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But he looks like he's someone who would be swiping on his app like right then and there in freaking BGC. So, you know, uh, th- that's not the crowd I roll with. Not anymore. And that's why I, I say, na parang, uh, you know, not my cup of tea. I don't like this guy based on how he looks. So, yeah. Okay. I actually don't see it at all. Like, I buy him as a baby face because maybe he reminds me a lot of um, who am I thinking of here? Another uh, um, uh, Mexican, <laughs> a Mexican wrestler. Na how we Angel get, Garza. Like, yeah, Angel Garza. There we go. Na parang yung ano like, Yes, Angel Garza is a douche, but he's baby faced and mature. <laughs> kind of baby faced as well. What does Garcia look like? Exactly. So oh, like yes, yes, that's, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's a matinee idol appeal there. That that. that Gets to be more than the fact that he looks like a douche. Magaling si Mansur. He he wrestles really well as a baby face. So, He's so a high wait, flyer. where did he where did he get his forty nine wins on like ah uh, from main oh, event yeah. from two hundred five live yeah uh, the great Royal Rumble the mga Saudi events yeah, yeah, yeah. random uh, mga random matches okay okay so yeah, they really did count that and then bef- right before they snapped the winning streak by DQ on Raw <laughs> I was surprised that he had forty nine matches <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, we're saying what's up to Chili Willie. Thank you for joining us, brother. Uh, go check out the podcast I did with him over the weekend. We broke down some uh, iconic uh, promo masters. So, sobrang, sobrang fun. It's a masterclass in promo work um, if you, if you want to uh, get into that. Um, MJ in the comment section uh, is referencing how Mansoor is actually a voice actor. So, if you played WWE 2K's career mode, he was the voice of Cole Quinn. <laughs> yeah, so, I that's a fun that. fact. So, yeah. si Cole Quinn naman, douchebag na naging ano, good guy. So Yes, like a face turn siya. Yeah. Alright, so there. Uh, those are our thoughts on Mansoor. Let's go to NXT now. Let's hop on over there. And let's talk about Candice LeRae finally becoming a champion. Holy crap. I don't think um, we, we've seen a rost- uh, 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 someone on the WWE roster uh, be primed for so long and get denied for so long. Think oh, about so that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Do I just... No, I'm just happy for Candice, even if it is a championship that has to be shared. You know, because I need to give Eddie the rub as well. You know, she's a solo wrestler. But I'm happy for Candice for after all those years of destroying her body in hardcore championship matches, finally walk away with something. It's just, it brings a tear to your eye. I love to see it. I'm actually pretty glad that it happened because if it still didn't happen after what the second or third try, I think this was like their third try at the championships. Yeah, exactly. So the way needed that gold and they delivered. So now see Austin Theory na lang wala championship. So the way. So I'm all go- I'm all okay for that. Ricky says that the this week's episode of NXT uh, was uh, made him fall in love with wrestling again. It's pretty good. Still the best show, arguably of the WWE's offerings. So go catch that. Yeah, um, I I love that main event. Uh, between the way and in the and, and uh, Shotzi and Ember, sobrang cute ni Shotzi uh, throughout the entire episode. Like um, she doesn't normally present herself as a girly girl, but you know this week nagibayntin ko kay Shotzi. So you know um, I I really appreciated her. I think na having the way carry a lot of gold 
is a good direction for the mid-cards NXT. Because it's been a while since we had a faction that had all the championships, the Undisputed Era. But with the way having a bit more comedic juice in them, tapos intergender stable pa sila. It's a different element th- that they're bringing to the NXT canon. So, step in the right direction. Really happy for Candice LeRae, uh, one of my favorite women's wrestlers in the world. So, yeah, um, great great times all around. And, and Johnny Gargano just makes a great smarmy heel. He makes oh. a great... Yeah, what a dick, right? He wasn't there for yeah. his wife. Yeah, exactly. He was just... He was just... Also, he's just so conniving and so... It's so evil and so just douchey in all the in all the right ways. Like he really knows how to play that role so well. So just all in for the way. And to me, question to you guys: What do you feel about the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships changing hands thrice in the matter of what two months, a uh, few weeks? What do you guys think of that? Sahan okay lang, because uh, it makes sense in the context of the story, diba? And you said it yourself earlier, na if Ember and Shotzi still retained, sobrang siraning character ng the way. So I would rather that the characters make sense and that their credibilities be maintained rather than have a long ass reign at the expense of the credibilities of these characters. That's true. I am also all for it, especially since I don't see where else Shotzi and Ember can take the titles. Like they already won, they they got their victory from Raquel and Dakota, but that big face victory from it, and 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 that's great for them. But other than that, I don't really see anybody other than the way being able to match them up equally. Not that not that the NXT people can do uh can build up a new tag team, but as it stands right now in the landscape of the women's division. That's as far as Ember and Shotzi can, could have taken the title. Now, that said, it's always nice to see a face chase after a heel champion. You know, that underdog mentality that we all love to see in the rest. And so, who knows? There's still a rematch clause and all that other kayfabe nonsense that we all love to watch. So that might <laughs> actually lead to something. Yeah, uh, it's also good because um, it opens the door for other babyface teams. So you have Zoe Stark, and uh, I think she's going to start teaming with one of the new girls. Um, I, I forget her name. Uh, yeah, Zayda Ramier. There, Zayda Ramier. Thank, thank you for that. Um, and then, of course, Caden and Casey. I'm, I'm really rooting for Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro. And I think once they're done with Tian Sha, they might move on to uh, Candice and Indy. So that's a fresh matchup. We haven't really seen that. I think that was because they kind of yeah, yeah they kind of end. they they said their farewells. They moved on on this week's episode, right? Yeah, which is a, just a weird end. She just said, nah, I'm done with it. I don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. horror that nonsense." Which is like, a, okay, I guess you decide how the story goes now. Okay, <laughs> yeah, okay, sure. Uh, one more thing about NXT before we get to our next break. Let's talk about the debut of Swerve's new faction. So. The uh, opening match of NXT was the false count anywhere between Leon Ruff and Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, spoiler alert, that's my pick of the week. Um, I was pretty surprised that Swerve finally debuted his faction. Right? It, it was also nice that they shouted out AJ Francis by name. Um, most of you might not have seen him if you haven't been watching Most Wanted Treasures. But because I have, familiar now with AJ Francis. And then um, the, the girl, see, um, I think people have been calling her discount uh, Bianca Belair. Uh, her name's actually Brianna Brandy. And the other guys, Ashanti Theodonis. So, yeah, and they're actually all part of Swerve's real life uh, record label. So, I think oh, that's wait, the, wait, wait, that's a real. Okay. No, what? yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, was, I was already Googling or sorry, Instagram stalking a lot of them. See, Shanti Theodon is actually a rap star, right? He, he actually yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he actually raps. So I know Brianna Brandy's a rapper too. Brianna Brandy's a rapper. AJ Francis is also an actual Shanti rapper. Shanti is part of the group. And and they and they posted a few videos together of them uh throwing out music videos. And then a little further wow. a further digging uh showed me that they're actually all part of the swerve label, whatever it's called. So is it Pioneer City? Because you know, it's AJ. Uh, yeah, maybe. Okay, maybe that's what it's called. But I know they're all part of the same label. Yon. Okay. Sabi ni Bruce, so I, buti pa si Kaden Carter pinaglaban ang Philippines kontra sa China. <laughs> <laughs> buti pa si Kaden. Totoong no, Pilipinian. Uh, uh, sticking to the topic here, I actually don't know which came first. The wrestling or the record label? Basta alam ko they're all part of the same label. Feeling wrestling and then they just got together because of wrestling. Pwede. Pwede. 
So I like this. Um, I I like how they're what WWE's answer to the acclaimed. Okay, okay, no. That's. Oh, sa kanila yung sisigaw. Sino sa kanila yung sisigaw na may dalang boombox? Si Swerve. Swerve yung producer, di ba? Siya yung mga ano? Siya yung beatmaker. So yeah. Hey, Lil John. So yeah, that's good. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more of them. I don't know what their name is for sure yet. I can't really tell you, but I'm I'm excited for yung future ni Swerve and his new faction. Also, uh, Black Excellence, guys. You'd love to see yeah. it. Black Excellence. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, let's take another break. When we come back, we'll talk about El Jefe finally returning. I'm a huge fan of this. Uh, we'll also talk about the best Asian and Pacific Islander wrestlers in WWE in celebration of Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. All of that is coming up, but first we gotta let you know about how you can support the podcast through your online shopping on Zalora. Alright guys, apparently buhay pa yung, ano, yung Zalora sale. So if you use our special code on Zalora when you check out it's wrestling again wrestling I don't have to spell that for you you get 25% off plus 10% cash back for a minimum purchase of 1999 so use that whenever you're getting your fits from brands like Nike Adidas H&M Under Armour stuff like that and you know support the podcast through that all right and now another quick word from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia Mahilig ka ba sa kwentong kababalagan at misteryo? Halina sa aking capsite at pag-usapan natin mga kwentong humalaw sa kultura, kasaysayan at kamalayan nating mga Pilipino. Ako si Earl, ang inyong campmaster at inaanyayahan ko kayong makinig sa Philippine Campfire Stories Podcast. Makinig ng libre sa Spotify, Apple Podcasts at sa inyong paboritong podcast platforms. Let's get to some shoutouts! All right. See, Kyle says uh, she's calling us out for not talking about Diamond Mine. Uh, okay, Diamond Mine is apparently not Tessa Blanchard. So that yeah. is what Fightful Select says. Uh, we don't know that for sure because they are apparently playing it close. They don't want anyone else to know who Di- or who or what Diamond Mine is. So we'll find out when we Tyler find out. Tyler Rust, yan, man. Diamond yes, of the Rust. Yes. <laughs> I think it's really the new Icono Pro, whatever it is. Vince <laughs> Icono Pro? Shake. Yeah, whatever it's called. <laughs> The protein uh, shake, guys. <laughs> Steven of the Geeky One said, uh, see, uh, discount Bianca Belair is apparently more of a discount Jade Cargill. <laughs> ooh, uh, ooh, wow. But then, I mean, um, I haven't seen her in the ring yet. Uh, Scumageddon says, Johnny and Austin are hiding from Cross. That's true, they are. That's pretty weird that they suddenly inserted themselves uh, NXT Championship picture. <laughs> Kyle was saying Diamond Mine is the name of, of Swerve Stable. Probably not because hey, it's really, really far. But anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining us here on Kumu. Also, let's give uh, a no. shout out to Joseph Shellos' seven-year-old yes. brother, Celia. Was that what you go to say, Stan? Yes, that's what I was going to say. Uh, yeah. Sabi niya na mas nag-enjoy daw si Liam sa raw nung Attitude Era kesa sa raw ngayon. Wow, well, for a seven-year-old too. For a seven-year-old yeah, I mean, like, saying that. <laughs> I'm not sure you'd want to show your seven-year-old the TNA exactly. era. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad idea yun. I would say it is better. Two hours lang yun eh, so okay din. Sure. All right. Uh, okay, let's talk about let's talk about El Jefe or Dario Cueto from uh, Lucha Underground, real name Luis Fernandez Hill. Uh, so it, it's kind of funny that he found his way back into wrestling because he's not really a wrestling personality before Lucha Underground. He's an actor and he's been on several American-produced uh, TV shows and movies over the years. So I'm pretty surprised that MLW was able to work out a deal with, uh, with, with the actor playing Dario Cueto to bring him in. I don't think he's like this A-list actor anyway. So maybe like Dario Baka, Cueto was uh, his uh, was his best uh, level, most known role. A level of this Lana maybe like before <laughs> Lana became a wrestler. Yeah, parang I mean, ganun, he doesn't yeah. have like yeah he he probably doesn't have like millions of Instagram or TikTok followers and all that. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this. I caught the clip of El Jefe returning to wrestling right before we started our stream. So it's on MLW. Yung Fusion Show nila is available in its entirety on YouTube if you want to check it out. So the El Jefe vignette is at the very end, the last couple of minutes, and he doesn't really address himself yet. 
But you see a lot of the familiar elements from Lucha Underground, like the Aztec gold medal. He mentions things like the gods and sacrifice. Yung iconic Red Bull niya nasa table. Yung kanyang nameplate na I'm kind of a big deal is on the table. <laughs> it's really good. Um, you know, as a Lucha Underground fan, it really speaks to me. It, it's it's calling me out. So um, I, now I have a reason to follow MLW. Yeah, but I'm not sure how much of a sh- uh, how much big I mean how big of a part of the show it is going to be. As far as I know, I thought Azteca Underground was just a stable, just a faction. So I think the jury is still out on whether or not that the Lucha Underground brand is really taking over MLW. Parang, parang diamond mine lang yan, guys. <laughs> <laughs> alam po Actually, ano okay. It's also uh, a protein me... shake. It's also a protein shake. <laughs> Azteca underground protein shake. Let me give you one a shout-out here. Sabi niya, he loves watching Ted DiBiase harassing Cameron Grimes. I actually agree. That's one of my favorite parts of NXT right now. Si Cameron Grimes kasi siya yung parang Dwight Schrute nila eh. Sobrang nakakainis yeah. na tao. Tapos ang sarap niyang panoorin pag ginagago siya na ibang tao. So, you know, um, it, it's great. It's really great. Okay, uh, let's go to today's Throwback Thursday topic. Wait, can I do, can I do like a quick little something on Azteca Underground? Because it, it's, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. It makes me wonder if this becomes an offshoot of MLW, then what does this mean for the MLW-WWE relationship? Are the people appearing on MLW going to also appear on, WW, on Azteca Underground? Sorry. Like how does, but since everything is still up in the air, it's, just an interesting question to ponder. Like, Alam ko na yung top five picks ng Azteca Underground. Diba? Si Daba Kato, si uh, <laughs> Brianna Brandy, si Braun Strowman, tsaka lahat na mga nag-appear sa Raw Underground. Si Shane okay. McMahon. Yun. Yun yung mga top five <laughs> okay. picks nila. That doesn't answer my question, but okay. <laughs> no, but um, to answer the question, um, I don't think we know because what the uh, what the extent of this potential partnership. I think uh, it's really in just the talking phase right now. Uh, the big wigs of both MLW and WWE, pa lang sila. It hasn't reached down, it hasn't trickled down yet to the rest of the company. So we don't know talaga until we find out. Sabay dun si Parker Bordeaux. <laughs> All right, uh, let's go to Throwback Thursday for this week. So we said earlier that the month of May in the U.S. is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. At dahil uh, U.S. citizen na rin si Chino ngayon, uh, we're going to do something for uh, to don't celebrate like a, a U.S. Don't say thing. that immigration might be listening. No, it's not a U.S. <laughs> citizen, guys. <laughs> okay. So okay, let, let's talk about our favorite Asian American and Pacific Islanders na nag-wrestle, na, na nag-wrestle sa WWE. I'm going to start and I think... Um, the obvious pick has to be Batista. Um, oh, I yeah. mean, well, aside from The Rock, uh, it, it's The Rock and Batista, diba? Um, they they really carry the torch for uh, Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, diba? With Batista literally having the Philippine flag on his shoulder, diba? When people found out na Batista's Filipino, like, ah, yeah, Pinoy pride! Atin yan, even though, you know, he didn't really visit the Philippines until 2006. Oh, but like, so, he himself. Like, so, Gilas jersey. Pinipino, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did. He did make an effort, naman, to identify with the Philippines, but which is more than you know a lot of other part Filipino celebrities can say. So I really appreciated that about Batista and seeing how far he's come and how he's really carried the fandom on his back when he went to Hollywood, kind of like The Rock. Batista stops in my book. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go with Umaga because I think he is criminally underrated. People just see the ane, people just see the Samoan savage character, which is kind of a racist stereotype now that you think about it after all these years. But underneath that was a pretty solid wrestler. Uh, there's a reason why the Anawaii family uh, continues to uh, be a relevant force in wrestling today, even after all these generations, after all these decades, after all these years. So uh, Umaga is uh, someone you guys should watch back, especially when he was being pushed uh, to the main event scene. Uh, he wasn't really that um coherent as a character at the time. But yes, uh, we have other picks like Roman Reigns and The Rock, diba? Yeah. Uh, fun fact, guys. Out here, Filipinos are actually Pacific Islanders. So, they're not Asians. It's so, I know, surprising. But Which is weird. Because uh, we are both, technically. Uh-huh. Yeah, right? Diba? So, it's, it's, it's weird. Anyway, we're not here to talk semantics. We are here to talk about classic uh, Pacific Islander wrestlers. Diba? Dami natin na mention uh, like, guys like Umaga, 
and, and The Rock. Well, that wouldn't have happened if you didn't have the Wild Samoans, right? That yeah. wouldn't have happened if you didn't have uh, High Chief Peter Maivia, about working with Vince's dad all the way back. So, so there's the lineage has already been set, and it's just an interesting thing to see uh, people from a small island nation carve a, their way in a multi-billion-dollar industry. You know, yep. it's like it's something that's just so, I guess, unexpected in a way, but also so uh, magnificent to witness, so awe-inspiring to witness, right? Because of that, you get guys like Rikishi, who is a Hall of Famer himself. Right? You you get like Umaga and Roman Reigns and the Usos and that generation of wrestlers. And even if you look at the Asian side of things, but then you also have the Ricky Steamboats of back in the day. Right? Your, your Yokozunas, who's also part of the Hawaii family. Right? And there's, there's a lineage of amazing A- AAPI. Dude, the Iron uh, Sheik is the Iron Sheik, actually. He's also Asian, technically. Uh, but uh, so it's it's all the lineage of people who are a part of that dynasty of of wrestling of wrestlers of that race or that background. It's just it's so incredible. I want to ask you guys about Filipinos in WWE because, uh, you mentioned Roka ni si Umaga. His character was basically a stereotype, I, I found it weird that si Batista, like when it came out, na Filipino nga siya, and he identified as Filipino because of the uh, the, the flag tattoo, diba? Parang why was it never a part of his character? Or parang it, it's cool to me that Batista was fil- uh, just a guy who happened to be half Filipino. In the same way, na si TPP was also someone who just happened to be Filipino. I think I see he didn't really super identify with the Filipino background. Like I, I read his book and his growing up was more on the streets. And uh, I believe that he had more connections with his Greek side of the family. Because he, he's his mom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feel free to correct me on that. No, no, no I think you're right. I yeah. think his dad wasn't really in the picture. No, no, no. And his dad was the Filipino one. Dave, feel free to correct us. <laughs> on, in person. Uh, in person. No, but that's uh, that's how I remember it, him telling it. Uh, in, no, I just brought that because for all of the stereotyping that wrestling is notorious for, it's amazing to me that there are negative Filipino stereotypes outside the... Of the, of the Philippines, right? Batista and TJP and Fala ba just happen to be Filipino. And even with Fala, yung, yung parang tribal character niya, it's not parang a dig at him being Filipino. It's more parang generic na Pacific Islander. You get what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's um, right. But would you really want them to be what? To be a wrestling nurse? You know? uh, wrestling I, 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 janitor? I'll throw this out there. and This might be a hot take here and say that maybe it's because the rest of the world really doesn't know what a Filipino stereotype is. Yeah, I don't think that's a hot take, Chino. I think that's actually accurate. It's more accurate. Maybe, than uh, maybe it's not as popular as we think. Because it's happened, yes, popular yung Filipino nurse, Filipino mailman. That's right. Mm. popular Because we have a relative who's a nurse. We know of five of them, six of them. But then we don't really know if um, the majority of the white wrestling public knows what a Filipino nurse looks like. Just That's look true. at Grace Grace Anatomy has been under fire recently because they don't have a single Asian nurse. <laughs> <laughs> a show that's been on air for so many years, more than yeah, a decade. Yeah, since the 2000s. Holy crap. More than a decade. Well, that's not one single Asian nurse. So it's not really a popular stereotype to play off of. Even TJP says that he's had a hard time trying to sell the idea of Phil Am heritage to the WWE in our yes, interviews yes. with him. Because it's right. not really a popular stereotype people gravitate towards. Which is fine for us. Say, sorry, it's, yeah, it's sorry. fine no, for no, us go, go. say we're not boxed in to this stereotype. Parang may alam na OFWs are nurses or engineers or whatever have you, diba? But on the flip side, there's also the, I would say, negative part na it's hard to tell na, ah, Pinoy ka pala, di ba? Like when, when TJ cut his promo at the end of Homecoming, he said that he was often cast as uh, Mexican or like any other race na hindi Filipino kasi hindi nila alam yung tsura ng Filipino or hindi daw siya mukhang Filipino. I mean, look at Joaquin Wilde, di ba? Yeah, there we go. Na, oh, oh, he's Latino because he hangs out with Legado del Fantasma. Yeah, that's pretty, that's true, actually. 
I I just find it weird na parang it's hard to tell na what is what what is a Filipino and this is probably ano na, like a different plane of of a conversation medyo sociological or whatever or anthro kasi di ba parang yung yung Filipino ano ba talaga itsura ng Filipino and we're such a multicultural race na ang dami ng halo-halo so wala na talagang ah yan Pilipino yan alam mo yun? alam niyo kung saan niyo mahanap yung sagot niyan sa Class Clown podcast season 2 episode 3 with my Phil Ab guest Hey. Yeah, so good, uh, good ano, good good shout out there. Yeah, so yun, yun. I just put myself um, over. <laughs> um I I I guess uh zooming out of it, I would like to see more Filipino representation uh in wrestling, in wrestling outside the Philippines, lalo na in WWE. I hope na one day they can correct Caden Carter's billing thingy in her in- entrance. Now it's not the Philippine Islands because we haven't been called that since the colonial era. I hope that Caden Carter can incorporate more of that into her gimmick. I hope Shotzi can incorporate more Pinoy stuff into her gimmick. I hope Joaquin Wilde comes out as Filipino and, you know, uh, stops... He's like, out as Filipino naman eh. They, they did not... put out a video uh, yeah, last year yata to, where they were eating... Uh, yeah, yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Talking, yeah. About their, yeah, talking about their heritage, right? So at least there's that acknowledgement. But like, what we're after is more representation, I guess. More acknowledgement that yeah. There are Filipinos in the industry. Right. Or, you know, if, if somebody homegrown from the local wrestling circuit makes it to WWE, that, that's a dream. Now, one of us from this community makes it to WWE, whether you're in the office or on commentary, in front of the camera, in the ring, however, whatever capacity. I hope that somebody from the Philippines eventually makes it there. So, yun. Um, that, that's my parang... Uh, Closing thoughts on on right. this topic. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. All right. Um, on that note, got to get out of here. So first, let's get to our last few plugs. Chino, sinimula muna with a class clown. Let's get right to it again. All right. So I'm, I'm actually on a few things uh, this week. And effort talaga because it's a few things. I'm on, first of all, I'm on Sabayan with Victor. Tama ako, Dikai. Dikai, correct me if I'm wrong. Then malalabas yung episode. Dikai. Also, I'm on Sabayan with Victor. With Victor and Anastasia. Next, Next Monday. Monday there though. we go. Next Monday with Victor and Anastasia where we just talk. We just talk and catch up since I've been here for so long. I don't know what Filipinos sound like anymore. Uh, so we talk oh, about... Uh, we talk about things. No, FBI, I am not American. Uh, <laughs> no Homeland Security, I am not here illegally. Uh, so yeah, we just talk. And then I did something special for the Cool Pals because they are celebrating their second anniversary. Oh and yeah, the anniversary, guys. Happy anniversary, Cool Pals. Yes, they are celebrating a special anniversary where they had their significant others on the episode instead of them. And I got to ask them the questions. So, All right. so so very honored to be on uh top five podcast of Spotify. Hey. Thank you, Cool Pals. Hindi pa nagarap yung podcast ko, pero sa kanya nagarap na. Dahil sa kanya So go check that out next Tuesday. And finally, my episode with Gerald Tarog comes out this Friday. Ooh. So tomorrow, when you guys wake up, I will have that up and running. And we just talk about his conceptualization, how he comes up with movies, how he pitches large-scale movies to people, just all sorts of movie goodness and how he came up with the ideas for Henry uh, Luna and Goyo. So all that goodness comes out on Friday. Check me out on my social medias at Chino Supersized. Hey, uh, shout out to Homeland Security and the U.S. Department of Immigration. Chino is not a TNT. He just watches TNT. <laughs> Okay. Sure. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. Uh, go check out the other podcast I do. It's called On Deck with Stan C. Uh, I'm on a season break right now, but the entire catalog is basically up on Spotify. Please do follow it as well. Every follow means uh, means a lot. But in the end, for the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, uh, please follow us on Spotify, on uh, whatever other pl- uh, platform we're on: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, and of course, uh, don't forget to get your wrestling news and reviews from smarthenry.com. All right, uh, let's get to our picks of the week. If you are new to this part of the podcast, this is the one match or segment or show or whatever it is that you should catch if you don't have time for all of the other stuff that comes out this week. So, Chino, let's start with you. Okay, so I've been watching a lot of Entourage, so maybe this is why I'm picking this, but I'm picking the trailer for the upcoming Stars uh, series called Heels. Uh, it's just a trailer, you know, you, but the fact that we get another resting show so soon after Glow just went off Netflix, 
is or was cancelled by Netflix it's still on there but it's cancelled uh, it's, it's amazing and I want to see people who actually love the industry like Stephen Amell and CM Punk guest stars uh, see what they can do to tell that story so the little teaser that we get it, it wasn't a lot but it was enough to whet uh, wrestling fans appetite so go check that out Alright, um, my pick of the week I spoiled it the It was Leon Ruff Versus Isaiah Swerve Scott Falls count anywhere on NXT Alright, my pick of the week Is from NXT UK As um, most of my picks are recently uh, Aoife Valkyrie Versus Mako Satomura The oh, match that should have been the main event uh, Really criminal That it was not the closer of the show yeah, yeah. Okay, on that note, we got to remind everyone again, last week na to for the hashtag WWP 7 Years promo. If you didn't see mechanics, you can go all the way to the start of the podcast or you can check out the stream. Uh, may sample din kami nilagay doon. We're giving away a Macho Man Randy Savage Funko Pop from our friends from Kramer Toy Warden. Please use the hashtag WWP 7 Years in your post. Make it public. Tag us on Facebook and Instagram at Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or on Twitter and TikTok at Wrestling2XPod. Thank you so much to JK for saying it's another great episode and that it's worth the time always. That, uh, you know, these are these are things we live to hear. So thank you very much for making it uh, worth our effort as well. Thank you to everybody who continues to subscribe, to stream, to download, to follow on Spotify, to uh, engage with our posts, lalo na on TikTok. Thank you so much to everybody. Huge thanks as well to Babyface producer Nikai behind the scenes, controlling everything, pati na rin yung mga new things na pinaflash namin on the screen. And to the rest of the Podcast Network Asia team for continuing to power through season whatever the fuck we're on right now of uh, ECQ or MECQ or whatever. <laughs> on that note, we're out of here. Stay safe, guys. Please mask up. Stay healthy. Don't forget to register to vote and get the vaccines, all right? Uh, um, stop the spread of fake news as well. On behalf of Romaran and Chino Liao, my name is Stan C, and we are out of here. Peace. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.